Blog Talk Radio. Another great show brought to you through the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Welcome to Magnetic Wealth with Nan Akasha. As Nan shows you how to mine the riches of your mind, redefine your relationships to money, and increase your wealth esteem, you'll begin to see that everything is an opportunity. All possibilities exist in this very moment, and now is your opportunity to open the one that's ideal for you. Join Nan for an hour of wealth, worthiness, and fun. Here's Nan. Welcome, everyone. This is Nana Kasha from createyourownrealitynow.com, and this is the Magnetic Wealth Radio Show here on Law of Attraction Radio Network. I'm very pleased to have everybody here today. We've got a special show and a very special guest and a topic that I really love. Uh, so let's get right to it. This, uh, our, My guest today is known as Bright Michelle, which is a wonderful name, isn't it? And this is going to be about accessing your personal power through living with passion and soul purpose. So as you guys know, I love to talk about you need to align with your soul and your purpose because this is when the passion and the energy flows and things start to line up in your life. And so Michelle has something really wonderful and special to share with us right now. She's known as the soul coach because she helps people to get in touch with the work that ignites their inner fire and empowers them to shine their bright light into the world. She's an inspirational speaker and author of 30, over 30 personal empowerment books and ebooks, and she teaches people how to gain a deeper understanding of themselves and uses a unique soul-centered and integrative process that taps into your passion, your purpose, and your power. So her latest life-transforming program is called the Soul Purpose Accelerator, and this is designed to move people who are ready to awaken to their purpose through her divinely inspired A6 purpose process in light speed. So today we're going to talk to Michelle and she's going to share all about that. So welcome Michelle. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Nan. I knew it was going to be a wonderful conversation because every time I listen to your show and hear you speaking about soul alignments, you know, it's, I feel like we're speaking the same language. So it'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got to be interested in doing this work with soul, purpose, and and, guide, and helping to guide people. Why is that a passion for you? You know, it's interesting. When I was in graduate school and I was uh, studying adult education at the time, um, I knew I loved to learn. And I didn't really know what I wanted to be when I grew up. And so part of my path was um, – trying to figure that out. So I became a career counselor at the university setting when I first started my my own journey and figured that would be a great way to help other people uh, find out what they wanted to be when they grew up. And then um, early on in my career, I discovered I was a writer and um, I had a very strong spiritual nature and, and understanding in my 20s that I couldn't really understand where that came from, but I just I just knew things somehow. And so I moved away from the traditional career counseling uh, more into the purpose work very early on. 
and found coaching at the same time. That was about 10 years ago when I lived in Atlanta and wrote one of my first products about life purpose about 10 years ago. So since then, I've just been on the journey of really understanding uh, what it is, what my own purpose is, who I am in the world, you know, even what it means to be a bright light coach because that was my coaching name that was given to me 10 years ago. But honestly, it's taken me about that long to really step into embodying what that really is supposed to mean and look like. And I think that that's, you know, that's something to be said about purpose is that there's um, there's a depth to it that takes you very, very deep into who you truly are. And when you can really embody it, you know, that's when you've really, you know, really on to something. And that's that's the journey that I've taken and that's the, that's the journey that I want to take other people on to really shorten, shorten their process um, because of the tools and techniques that I've picked up along the way to get them in alignment much quicker. It is interesting, too, you know, that's something I do talk to people about is that at different points in your life, you're going to have a different level of connection to your purpose and that do you find that a lot of, um, a lot of time in life is spent doing things that you may not realize are directly connected to your purpose, but at some point, suddenly, they all come together and you realize, yes. wow, that's why I did that. That's why I did that. Oh, yes, that yes. Too? I very much say that there's everything in our lives serves a purpose. And, and, and I also talk about the, the four levels that we can be living our purpose. And so you, so you mentioned that, so let me toss this out there for people as a way of distinguishing it, because I believe that we're never not on purpose. We're always on purpose. It's just a level of how deeply we're expressing it. So what I found is that there's four levels, and the first level would be kind of like a default, like we fall into, like kind of I fell into, you know, by accident, not really, <laughs> um, career counseling. Um, and I could have stayed on that track. I mean, in fact, I had no intention of ever doing anything like this. I was a first-generation college student. No one really encouraged me to do much of anything, honestly. And what's funny about that is after I got my master's degree in annual, I think you'll appreciate this and your listeners will too, I went to a tarot card reader and and he told me that he saw me writing and, and you know, a, a lot of writing. And I was like, that guy is crazy. You know, I don't want to write another paper. I just written a bunch of papers for grad school. And I really didn't consider myself a writer at all. Well, funny yeah. enough, like less than a year later, I was writing my first book and never, never, never had an intention to do so. It just came through me. And so it was pretty funny because I was like, oh, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. But anyways, he did. And um, my soul knew and and not before long I was expressing something I had never set out to do. So anyways, the default is what we kind of fall into. And then we get into what I would call a pseudo purpose. Like it's a pseudo, it's like you start to, it's almost what it is but not quite, so you get a little closer. Then you move into what I would term a personality kind of per purpose, especially when people start businesses, for example. They, they all suddenly are allowed to be who they are and they can express more of who they are in their business. So they, you know, um, a lot of a lot of people, for example, were in the corporate world. Well then, well, then they get to start their business, and all of a sudden they get to express their creative side that they they really couldn't do before, which is a heck of a lot better than the first two levels. And there's this other juicy level that you and I like to play at and take people to, and that's that soul or divine level purpose, where really the essence of who we are is is what's um, driving the 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 wagon, if you will, and it's really us surrendered over to being used by something greater than ourselves, and it's much more our soul and our essence making the choices and doing the things in our lives, 
And uh, and a lot of times with that, we don't know where it's going or how it's going to look. We just kind of have to follow along. And I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, give us an idea of you know how you coach people with that because I know that I was this way, and I can remember sitting in college. I was raised by uh, a very intellectual family, not spiritual whatsoever, had no mm-hmm. concept of any of that, and it was just you know get good grades, work hard, and that was the extent to life. And I can remember laying in bed in college, you know, and I was working as hard as I possibly could, but I remember laying awake thinking, I have no idea how I'm going to get from here to there. I have no idea what I'm going to do. How am I going to do this? And I really thought I had to have it all laid out and planned out. I had to consciously know every step Mm -hmm. of the way. And Mm -hmm. of course, now I operate my life completely opposite to that. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people feel that way. So what are some of the tips that you give people about, you know, I don't know, you know, where to go. Yeah, and you know, and I think the biggest thing that I do as a coach, as a soul coach, is 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 it's not about the knowing or or the how, because that, as you know, the law of attraction is the universe's responsibility. What I really help people do is get reconnected to their heart and and listen to to the beat of their heart and listen to their soul and really get to know themselves at a very, very deep level. I mean, the main reasons people are avoiding purpose and or even just choosing work that they truly, truly love, you know, um, is I believe it's a couple different things that is related to our self-esteem and, and what we what we know to be true about ourselves because I think a lot of us spend a lot of energy um, pretending or denying our own light. So I found that many people are more afraid of their light and their brilliance than they are anything else. And so our purpose often is calling us forth in a much bigger way than we've maybe ever perceived ourselves. And so that's very scary. And not to mention that a lot of times that requires us leaving what is known or what is perceived as comfortable or secure, like we were always entrained, um, like the college, you know, just go get a job and you follow this traditional formula for success and you're supposed to be happy. And so somebody who has a six-figure job whose soul is calling them forth to be a healer, a teacher, something completely 180 degrees from where they've been, obviously is going to have a lot of fear and doubt around that because it's a major life change. And one of my favorite quotes about purpose is that we it's in change that we do find our purpose. And I truly, truly believe that that's true. And, and that is what prevents a lot of people from going for it because the, they see themselves possibly losing an identity, a lifestyle, a paycheck, um, what looks like security to pursue something that's pretty unknown and that doesn't come with instructions, <laughs> that there is no guarantee that it's going to work out. And they're like, hey, I don't know about that. So what I do as a soul coach or as a soul coach is help them to really identify what what is the truth for them and who they really are and then get reconnected with that. And then, of course, we come up with the strategy and the how and all that at the appropriate time. But let's make sure um, that we talk about the A6 purpose process because that's a lot of what I do is walk people through the stages. Because what happens is is a lot of people say, well, if they are at a place where they're in burnout with their career and they just say, I want to do something else, just tell me what to do. They want to get into action. But there's several stages that we need to acclimate to psychologically um, in order to be effective in the action stage, which is actually stage number five in my process. Um, so I'll just stop right there, but that's that's what I want to say about that at this point. 
Yeah, well, and you know, it's it. I, I while you were talking, I was thinking about different people that I've met that really um, had an impact on me. Not because maybe they were even teachers or anything, but because I was so impressed with how they did follow that inner guidance. How they did say, mm-hmm. you know, I have no idea why I'm supposed to do this. Yes, or, I've done that know, so many times. <laughs> Yeah. Right, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, and, and, and I can, you know, even say that about my ex-husband. He was an aerospace engineer and uh, and excelled at it uh, exceptionally, but he was reached a point where he was like, this is just isn't doing anything for me. And I, and he decided to go back to university for nursing. And people would say, what on earth? Where, how'd you come up with that? And he would, he would say, I have no idea. I have yeah. absolutely no idea. I don't know why. I just know it's what I'm supposed to do. And then partway into, you know, his nursing school, he was taking a class on death and dying, and he loved it. He was resonated with the teacher, and then uh, our daughter happened to die at the same time, and right in that moment, right in that moment, he transformed. I saw his entire soul purpose come right into his body. And he works in hospice now. He runs a hospice. He makes plenty of money. He loves what he does. He doesn't get burned out. He's definitely living his purpose. So, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, how many people, though, would leave (laughs) something like a man? And, you know, you're so right. I want to say a couple things that you said that I really got was um, one of the resonance and following the resonance. Um, did you write about that lately or, or somebody wrote about just saying yes to the resonance? And that is a big piece. It's like, are you feeling it? It's like feeling a yes and following it. And then it's so interesting how our lives are perfectly created for our soul's purpose. I mean, those lessons, those things that happened to him happened at that divine timing. And when you're awake and aware and you're sa- and you're following the energy, it's like so much easier it's just when you're kind of in a trance and all the signs and synchronicities are, are there, but you're missing them. Um, that's a big part of what I help people do is, is to see uh, what's happening. And I'm, I also kind of consider myself a little bit like a Nancy Drew. Did you ever read those books? The <laughs> I did but I have one of my daughter loves them. Loves I love those. Well, they're basically, she's just a really smart gal and she could figure things out. Well, I kind of feel like I'm a little bit of a Nancy Drew coach with my clients because all of the information really is in their lives. And I, I have, I'm very intuitive. And so many times when you're in the middle of your own life, you can't see the obvious signs. But they're right there. And so many times it's pretty obvious what you're supposed to be doing. And it's, that's one of the stages that I walk people through is accepting what it is. And, you know, and if you're in resistance about something and you're really pushing against it, I would say that that's a really good sign too. So a lot of what I do is also help people manage their mental monsters and the resistance that comes up to following their guidance, to stepping out of their comfort zone. And we really, I do some energy processes for the mental stuff that gets in the way, then we can put the soul back in charge and start letting it lead the decision-making and following the energy and all of that good stuff. Um, So you really, most people need to deal with that mental uh, resistance first before they can really start tapping into the wisdom of their soul. Yeah. Well, let's let's start going through. So what are uh, the stages and what does A6 mean? What does that mean? Well, the A6 means basically that there are six A's, and so it's an easy way of, of, of remembering it. And if anyone's taking notes, they can, you know, put six A's on the paper. 
And I'll go through them really quickly. Um, and people that go through the Soul Purpose Accelerator, you know, this is explained very detailed, and there's actually a special report on it as well. So if you don't get everything um, in this time around, there is, there is some information for you. But briefly, we'll talk about them. The first is when people are, are starting to awaken. And this is, you know, you start to awaken to the fact that there's a bigger game that you're meant to be playing. And usually in awakening, you feel restless or discontent, or you may even have some disorienting event that happens that awakens you from the trance that you've been living. Usually it's something, you know, sort of painful, like a breakup, or maybe you lose your job or a health or wealth challenge um, that awakens you that, way. This way of life is no longer working for me. And many people in on the planet right now are having their awakening. That's the Absolutely. reason why we, you know, that's <laughs> the reason the shift of consciousness is happening. Everything is breaking down on purpose for yeah. a higher purpose. <laughs> so that people can awaken and find out who they really are and stop denying their divinity, and that's everything is serving this purpose. And so I kind of actually, uh, about awakening, interestingly enough, when I decided to launch this new program, I was awoken at like 4 o'clock in the morning about a month ago, and I got very clearly the title Global Awakener. And and I was like, okay, I can see that. And then I thought, oh, that's kind of a tough job. (laughs) 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 Nobody wants to be awakened. Like, oh, thanks, thank you very much, Soul, for, you know, giving me that. But, you know, what's funny about that, and I can laugh because it is funny, um, because I didn't want to do that. I mean, if that had been given to me 10 years ago when I first started the path, I'd have been like, oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) I am not doing that. Um, but luckily for me, I was on the path and growing and growing through all my changes and challenges that strengthened me. So when I was given that, um, I just accepted it. And I said, okay, and how can I awaken as many people as possible? And so that's kind of how this, this whole Purpose Accelerator program got birthed was like once I was given this information. But that's another story. But I just think it's kind of interesting that, you know, that kind of dropped into my consciousness at the perfect time. So um, so once we get past the awakening stage, and, you know, your awakening stage, you may have dreams. You may be getting woke up at 11-11, all those weird times, things that are, you know, all these little signs yeah, in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> those are all signs. Um, then you can get into the awareness, which is like, well, it could be this, you know, like your husband. It could be that, you know, nursing. I don't really know why or where it came from, but maybe a conversation or a book or something you know, just strikes you as like, wow, that could be it. And you start to have some glimpses of some possibilities of things that you never thought of before. And then you get into stage three, which is acceptance. And this is where I I see a lot of folks um, getting a little stops because they may be aware and awake of of what it is, but they haven't accepted it. Like Mm -hmm. when I first found out um, that I was to be a spiritual teacher and, and a writer and author, I mean, I... I had a lot of challenge with accepting that. I thought, well, who am I? And that's the standard, what we all go through. And that's why, you know, interestingly, Bright Light Coach, well, what do you think I struggled with? Which was seeing my own light and owning my own light. Because Mm -hmm. think about it. If I'm going to be awakening people that are in a trance, do you think that they've been seeing their light their whole life? No. So I need to know what that experience is like in order for me to to serve them. That's the way yeah. I see it working, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, well, yeah, you relate. You can relate. And I often tell people you need to 
you know, take what you consider negative or challenging experiences in your life and look for the gift within them because yes. there's something profound in there that you will be able to access and now be able to use. And, and like you said, when you've gone through it and then you help other people go through it, you understand, you relate, and then they can relate to you. Because when my daughter died, they sent in these people to talk to me, and I was like, get out of here. I'm not talking to you. You do not know what I'm going through. And then my husband came over and he said, there's a woman here who's lost six children. I said, okay, wow. I'll talk to her. I'll she talk to in. her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's amazing. Totally and it's so true. I mean, we need to be able to relate. And, and, and I agree completely that whatever is happening that's challenging, especially is just grist for the soul's mill for, for strengthening and clarifying and honing who we are. Um, and so part of acceptance is accepting our, you know, I talk about accepting our destiny and, and the book project I'm working on is our de- is destiny. And we often think of destiny as what's going to happen, but our destiny is also what has already happened. Mm-hmm. And I actually got some coaching this year that I was resisting what had happened in my life. And I thought, oh, that's really powerful. I have been resisting those things, you know, and that's all part of the destiny too. So acceptance is a very broad stage that there's layers to it, just like surrender. And just like if I had been given Global Awakener, you know, even a year ago, I think that would have scared me a little too much. I would have been like, oh, no, that's a little too much. (laughs) But, we, you know, we grow into it and we can accept it. And then we just keep expanding and expanding and expanding as we grow to trust ourselves, we we grow to trust our process, um, you know, and we do live in an awakened state where we do start to recognize that, everything is serving a purpose and it's all for my highest good. And mm-hmm. that takes, you know, some learning and, and some coaching. So trust. acceptance is one of the, a <laughs> lot of trust. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So accepting who we are, you know, is a big piece of this. And so coaching and mentoring really helps people move through that a little bit quicker. So once we've accepted, well, then we can get into the fourth A, which is articulation. Um, which is really just a fancy word that happened to be an A that worked out really well <laughs> for for putting it into words, you know, and articulating my purpose is, you know, to empower people to live their, their destiny, let's say. And what's funny about articulation or putting it into words, because it's very important to be able to explain it to ourselves and to other people, is I've seen a lot of purpose statements that are real fancy and it's, sometimes it's challenging to put into words. And I found that the simpler and more powerful, the more profound the statement really is. And it could be something as simple as, you know, turning people's lights on, you know, because like, I kind of feel like I have an activator energy to me, and that's part of what I do as an awakener is to turn the light on. And that's the essence of, of what each of us has. We each have an essence or an energy to our purpose. And when we can get really in touch with that and clear about it and put it into the words that we can kind of understand, even though it's beyond words, that can be a very powerful part of the process. Not to mention that if you're trying to be in business for yourself, you need to be able to language what you do so that people can understand it for marketing reasons and all yeah, yeah. practical well, uses. 
Then you find, too, that the world, I mean, you know, one of the things I talk about is that business has changed. The world has changed. It's not going back. And one of the things I think is it's become less formal in a lot of senses, you know, mm-hmm. with the Internet. And, you know, if you follow marketing, it's much more important nowadays to say, you know, uh, you know, get more clients by doing X, Y, Z rather mm-hmm. than having some fancy name like, you know, the 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 business coach or whatever, you know, or just something True. that's kind of vague. Um, and I think that it helps people in all areas of their life to get, be able to be very clear uh, yeah. because when you're manifesting, when you're visualizing, when you're asking for something and you're defining it, you have to be clear. And if you don't state it in the right way, then you wonder, why why the hell did I get this? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, and simplicity is, you know, I always say simplicity and sincerity take me a really long way. You know, it's, it's if we keep it simple and really sincere, people can feel that and connect with it. And, I, I mean, i got to tell you, the articulation stage as a marketer, because uh, I'm not a great marketer, I'm more a creative, creative teacher, I mean, that, I mean, I have found 6,000 ways to say the same thing, <laughs> and it's all confusing. And so it is very important, um, because if we are to be our purpose and do our purpose, we absolutely need to be able to connect with people and have them understand who we are and what we can do for them. Um, so it's that's a big piece of this. Yeah, and it'll help people. There's, there's so many people like you and me that want to get out there and share and help people, and there's a million coaches and all this. So, you know, how do you stand out? How do you... Yes define not only stand out from the crowd so people can find you, but because you want the right people to find you. You know, you want to yeah. want that resonance. And That's so, true. you know, the more clear you are about this is who I am. Like I say, I'm a spiritual money attraction coach because mm-hmm. it's not about, I'm not teaching people. I used to teach people how to re- invest in real estate and, you know, how to manage money and all that, but that's not what I do now. I'm saying you have to have this, you know, manifestation comes from the spiritual side. So I'm making it more clear that I'm not just yes. about how to make money. I can help people mm-hmm. with business too. But, um, yeah, defining who you are for yourself is going to make all kinds of things flow much more easily for you, I think. And we did, you know, part of our talk today is about personal power. And personal power is about being very clear of the stand that you're making in the world. And it's it's sometimes being unpopular at, or distinguishing yourself in a way that – Many of us are leading-edge people, and so we're kind of hesitant to be the first global awakener or the first spiritual money coach, you know? but somebody's got to do it, and guess what? That opens up the space for other people to do it, and it is a distinguisher. It does. It, you have to be very aligned to do that. You can't mm-hmm. just do that because people will feel the, the incongruency of it. Um, so it takes a lot of personal power um, to, do the, to do that. Um, so once we've articulated, and let me just repeat these real quick for everybody, there's awakening, awareness, acceptance, and articulating. Now we can get into the action piece. And, of course, you know as a coach as well as I do that many people um, are taking action. I use the metaphor, especially with people that are in business. They're on a rocking horse, and they're rocking, and they're rocking, and rocking, and rocking, but they're not really getting anywhere. And so... So we want to be careful here because if we're taking action just for action's sake, then we can just, you know, be chasing our tail. So we want to be sure that we're following inspired guidance. Yeah, I so agree with that. Sorry, I just had to go off. Yes, please. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I've been there. And, and, you know, we've all done it because, you know, 
it's like, well, I, if I'm just doing something, you know, and we want to feel purposeful too. That's the other thing. It's like, I, it's like purposeful action and intentional action. Very different. That comes from inspired action. And again, this goes back to this trust and this this grounded place that we keep talking about, which is the personal power place, um, which is knowing who you are and knowing that everything is unfolding and knowing that, honestly, for me, what's really helped is that I, it's not just me doing this. There's, I'm, it's so much bigger than I am, and I've got universal help, and I've got guides, and I've got, you know, what I call earth angels. That We're all here, and this is part of what this new um, – model of business is about too is like connecting with people and helping uplift and support each other so that we can get a greater message of empowerment out to the world um so that's kind of off topic but that's really helped me because sometimes with the purpose it's overwhelming how much you feel like you've got to do to make it happen yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it you have to learn to accept help from the universe, from yourself, from other people, and, yeah, that's another whole thing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the sixth stage. And so so, so for a while, I was really in action about my purpose. I was writing and creating and coaching and doing a bunch of stuff, and, and you know, that was pretty exhausting. <laughs> so the sixth stage, you know, is allowing, you know, and that is where we get into the stage of being con- contented and peaceful and really powerful and when you're in allowing you're opening to receive the abundance that has always been yours and you start to experience more of that ease fun and freedom and fulfillment that got you onto the path of purpose in the first place (laughs) that's that's where you get the goodies (laughs) that's the good stuff and i would say that now that i've been sitting with this process and taking thousands of people through the process over the years, I see allowing as actually being not the sixth stage necessarily, but actually being a part of every single stage. Mm-hmm. Because when you're just awakening, there's a bunch of stuff that that's going on there psychologically and you know messing with your system. And when you're allowing yourself to be where you are, and let's face it, a lot of us spiritual people that are semi-conscious, you know, are always much tougher on ourselves than we need to be. We always think we're supposed mm-hmm. to be somewhere further along than we are. We're never, like, okay with where we're supposed to be. So we need to be allowing and gentle and loving of ourselves at every single stage. You know, so so what if you're stuck in acceptance and you haven't accepted your, accepted your greatness? You know, 95% of the planet has it, you know. <laughs> Give yourself a break. Yeah. So <laughs> allowing is key, very key. Yeah, well, and, you know, one of the things about allowing, like you said, I agree, it's part of all of these uh, areas because we're not taught to accept and allow ourselves Mm -hmm. when we grow up. You know, it's Mm -hmm. always about you better do this and you have to do that, and, and, and when you are told you can you're perfect the way you are and just allow it to unfold it feels almost like you're being lazy because it does it does (laughs) yeah because i know for me like one of my favorite phrases of my in my family when my sister was four years older than me, so when she was becoming a teen, this was kind of a the cool thing to say, and it was like, you're a load, you know, hey, load, you're a load, and everybody was, you know, it was always like, you're a load, if you're not doing something, you know, obvious, and, and you're letting it unfold, and I think that also touches on the action part you were talking about, 
oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many years I spent just taking massive action. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there there are benefits from that, and you do need to take action, but that mm-hmm. inspired action is a completely different thing. Yeah. And different yet energy, take, too. Yeah, and we take the mm-hmm. action because usually because other people outside of us are saying, why aren't you doing something? You know? Yeah, or we're trying to follow the ones, follow the leaders that are saying, "Oh, here's the X Y Z formula to success," and you know, and that's you know, and then we go, we get all caught up in listening to someone else versus listening to ourselves, mm-hmm. and and that's that can really take us out of our power very very quickly. Yeah, and so you know, I I I love what you're talking about because you need that alignment first, mm-hmm. uh, yes. and then you know you can go out and and I know you know one of the things I talk about is you know how people um, you know are worried about having enough money to pay the bills or you know getting to the next level and and this kind of thing and so you know there's this tendency to want to just get up and run out and just do something to make yes. it happen and mm-hmm. I can remember when I was going through my divorce which was this big, long, disgustingly ugly process, and I I became, you know, almost, uh, you know, just, I couldn't function, I couldn't think, I couldn't, you know, it was just beyond belief to me what was happening, and I, and I, and I lost everything, and so I was in this phase where I was like, I'd sit there and I'd go, I've got to go do something, I've got to go do something, but Mm -hmm. every, every avenue that I had been working through was shut off to me, Um, and so I didn't know what to do to create more income or do something, but I kept saying, I've got to go up and do something. And I literally, this was so funny, it was like my soul just took me by the and shoved me into a chair and said, you're not doing anything. You're going to sit there until you know what is the right thing to do. And that was one of the hardest things ever was to say, okay, I'm going to sit here until I get aligned with what I'm supposed to do yeah. instead of what Yeah, and that getting quiet and sitting still is so vital. Like if you're, you know, if we're rushing around trying to figure out the next thing, we're just in our heart, our heads. And, and to get to our soul's purpose, we really do have to listen to that, that heart space. And, you know, if we're just too busy doing stuff, I mean, the main reason why most people aren't living their purpose is because they're living distracted and very busy lives doing stuff that doesn't have really any meaning or it's not connected to something deeper to them. And so they don't even have a second to their self, to their true self, to get connected, to hear, uh, you know, to hear a message. But especially if you're in a really disorienting event like a divorce um, or anything, that's Actually, you know, it's counterintuitive, but to do the opposite of what you think you're supposed to is usually your ticket to freedom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and I can remember I've I've worked for myself for over 26 years now, and I can remember when I was working. I was actually a fashion designer. That was my first life, and and I was working, um, and I remember thinking. Uh, it really bothered me that when certain people would walk by, I had to look busy. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, it's, 
<laughs> I think that that is oh, yeah. so ingrained. Now I there's a lot of that in the workplace. Yeah. <laughs> People you know, posturing and looking like they're doing something because it would be bad if you're not. <laughs> exactly, and yet I knew that I worked harder and I produced, you know, excellent results. And so, you know, if I needed to be deep in thought, you know, being creative in that moment, um, and it looked like I was just staring out the window, you know, to me it was like just trust me, just bug off, you know. <laughs> that's why I don't work for other people. Um, yeah. But I think that, that that's part of what becomes ingrained. Like like my family, it was like they wanted to see you doing something. And if you go to work, yeah. they want to see you doing something rather than, you know, producing, looking at the and results. That is such a good point. Let's talk about that, too, because when we're talking about soul's purpose, um, let's talk about those those four levels again just briefly. Like the third level is that personality and I would almost call it like a life purpose. Like the personality purpose is gets caught up in some of that. Like and 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 um uh the doing and the sole purpose is really the being. Because I used to like honestly, there were times when I'd have coaching clients and they would have these radical like transformations. And honestly, I didn't think I was doing anything. I felt a little guilty because I was like, I didn't really do anything. And then I got it. It wasn't anything I was doing as a coach. I wasn't using this technique. It was who I was being. I was being Bright Michelle. I was connecting with them at a deep level. I was caring about them, seeing them whole, complete, and perfect, and, you know, seeing their potential and calling it forth from them. That was my being. Well, that's what we're talking about with sole purpose. And it's not about what you're doing. It's about who you're being when you're in your soul's purpose. Mhm. And that's wonderful. You know, that was another message that um I got from a wonderful teacher years and years and years ago. Um he was, you know, uh, I would go occasionally have private sessions and that was something that he he told us. He said, you know, just being you and being present mm-hmm. somewhere, mm-hmm. you're doing your work. You're yeah. doing your work. And um, that's a little hard for us to really grasp yeah. uh, in yeah. this in society. But I, I tell people the same thing, too. Your beingness, your presence, your mm-hmm. energy, your essence has yeah. a profound effect on people, even though consciously you don't think that you're doing anything. And sometimes, I mean, everybody probably knows somebody that when they're around them, they just feel really good. You know, they yeah. feel good, they feel safe, yeah. they feel happy. And yeah. so, yeah, it's about it's about being. And then there's people like me that you get around me and you don't necessarily feel good. Because I would have to say, you know, this is, this is one of the things I've struggled with. And, and feel free to coach me on this, Dan. But, I mean, I, for the longest time, I couldn't figure out what I had this really strong energy. And it was almost like... I, would, I guess I was turning people on that maybe weren't ready to be turned on yet. And I thought, well, what is that, you know? But, um, I don't think that's but, possible. No? <laughs> no. What do you think? It would, well, it wouldn't happen if it wasn't oh. time. You know, because I, I don't, you know, one of the things that I've had a lot of uh, personal insights to is, you know, trying to, to define why something happened and therefore judge what happened based on how it came to be. But you know mm-hmm. what? It has nothing to do with how it came to be. All that matters is that it, it, it's there. It exists. Mm-hmm. It happened. So mm-hmm. we let, because we judge when and why. Well, if it happened this way, it's okay. But if it happened that way, it's not. <laughs> That's it, it doesn't make any sense. 
So, yeah. you know, you, you were there in that moment and you, you know, you would like lit something up in them. And yes, they may not have been consciously ready and they may not have done anything about it for a while, but mm. it was, it was a change. I had a friend years ago when I was in fashion design, again, I had, was still not even aware that there even was a spiritual world or anything. I was just mm. working my little butt off and I met this wonderful man who had been in this business for a very long time and he gave me Shakti Gawain's book Creative Visualization mm-hmm. and it was an old copy and it had like a mandala on the front and I looked at it and went weirdo book and I threw <laughs> it on my desk in my, in my bedroom yeah. and I never looked at it again and it got covered with papers and piles of crap and everything and then about <laughs> Two years later or so, he died. Mm-hmm. And I was cleaning my desk off one day, and I found it. And merely because, you know, he was dear to me and he had died, I now suddenly went, oh, my God, this is so precious to me. Wow. And so the universe opened that door to me several years beforehand. I could have easily looked at the book and went, wow, and had conversations with him. And who knows what wonderful things could have come out of that. Good point. But instead, I had the free choice to say, weirdo book, and throw it on the desk. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because, you know, along with my little glitch, and, you know, this is perfect because a lot of what I do with people, too, is help them identify their little glitches that is preventing them from being their light because I've had a few of my own. (laughs) But one of them was that word weird. I mean, almost in my life, people called me weird. And I used to be like, that is not very that didn't feel good at all. I was like, you know, I'm not weird, you're weird, <laughs> or something. I, I don't know what I would do, but it felt weird for me to be called weird. Now, get this. My association with weird has a long history. When I was in sixth grade, I misspelled that word in the spelling bee. Now, I was a very good speller, okay, and it was a short word, so I was like, I can't believe I misspelled that word. Well, and then all along my life, people were calling me weird. Like, you're so weird, Michelle. Why do you think about you know, astrology and stuff like that. You know, very young, I was into all those things. And what I found just a year ago was from a Twitter friend who said that the original definition of weird meant somebody who knew their path. And all of a sudden, all of my energy around being called weird (laughs) was able to get transformed into a positive alignment because then I thought, oh, I am weird. And then what I said is like, Fellow weird weird people follow me, you know, the ones that want to change the world. And everybody responded to that that got it. And I said, welcome weirdos, because I was like, finally, I can embrace my weirdness, because it is weird and strange to know your soul's purpose, apparently so, where we are in our evolution. But that's just a funny little story um, that can illustrate that many times when you're out there following your soul's purpose, not many people are going to understand it. Um, now that's changing because more of us are finding each other, thankfully, through social media and some other formats that wasn't available to us before. And I also think that that's no uh, coincidence. That's on purpose, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be a little bit of a lonely path sometimes because you do maybe feel like um, – I know my, my family just thinks I'm in education, and I just kind of leave it at that. You know, I don't really try to explain it. I don't tell them I'm the global awakener or anything like that. You know, and eventually I will, or they'll see it. But, but that's, yeah. it's just kind of a funny little, um, funny ways how we accept who we are. 
So. Well, and I love that, that 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 came to you because I think you can most people can look at their life and see similar things to that where there were many times that the universe showed up and said, mm-hmm. here's something, and and you you know and there was no judgment around it. it was like you you can look at it or not look at it you can take advantage of it or not take advantage of it and I did I did ask one of my teachers about that kind of stuff and they said all that matters is the seed was planted. The seed was planted. So, you know, when you say you, you know, awoke someone who didn't want it, now the seed was planted. And then, you know, it could be two years, five years, ten years, twenty years. It could be their deathbed. They suddenly go, oh, man, you know, (laughs) what was that? Why didn't I get that? But, you know, so there's all, that's what's wonderful about when you look at the, when you shift to realizing and accepting the universe supports you. Because it's always, always bringing these little opportunities these little nudges, these people mm-hmm. into your life. And if you're in the present moment and you're aware and you're courageous enough to step mm-hmm. forward onto your path, you have opportunities over and over and over and over to step into that. And then when yeah. you finally do, it's the perfect time and everything's fine. Yeah. So, you exactly. know, you let go of the, you know, oh, I should have and why didn't I do it sooner and I can't believe I'm mm-hmm. 50 and now I'm doing X, Y, Z and, you yeah. know, all that crazy stuff. Yeah, accepting but. and allowing wherever you are. And, you know, since you mentioned the path metaphor, um, it's funny, too, because, again, you know, it's like Nancy Drew and the clues. The clues are always there. Just like I said, when I got the name Bright Light Coaching 10 years ago, I was like, oh, that's a neat name. I like that. I didn't really know what it meant. I didn't even have a logo for it for five years. But the metaphor I always used was like a diamond, like a diamond, which has a perfect cut, you know, once it's cut beautifully and it shines and invincibility and all this stuff about our soul but um anyways my first version of my website had this beautiful image of this person walking on water and it says you must bravely follow your path no matter where it leads and i had that on my yeah i have to send it to you now because um it was on my very first version and i still have it on somewhere but i was recently going through and making changes on my site or something but i saw it and i thought oh my gosh again Here's a sign that my soul knew 10 years ago when I first put the site up of what I was up to in the world. Mm-hmm. And now I finally think I get what that's really meaning. And it's mm-hmm. like it just had this deeper resonance for me. And, and really because then I had been following my path bravely for 10 years. And believe me, it was not always very easy. There were many challenges and many times that I thought, oh, man, this is tough. Do I really can I really say yes to this? And that's the two questions that I would have for everybody out there. If you're if you're looking at potential paths or things for you to do next, here's my two questions, my two coaching questions. First, does the path that you're considering have heart? That's a Don Juan original question. Does the path have heart? And then the second question is equally as important. And can I give my path? Can I give my heart to this path? Mm-hmm. Can I give my life? Can I give my energy? to this path and that's what bravely walking the path is all about because it doesn't come with a rule book you don't know where it's going you don't know if it's going to work out and you really just have to keep stepping and really the only step that you really need to have at your disposal is the next step Mm -hmm. yeah well and you know there's so so many people that um really they're they're afraid in fact i just met a lady a week or two ago and she kept saying you know that her husband didn't support her in this new work and this new path and mm-hmm. um and then she would say well i guess i'm going to either have to 
make him agree with me or stop changing. And, you know, like every cell in my body went, no, you know, like um, that's not going to work. And those aren't the two options. There's more options than just those two options. Uh, But, you know, we tend to, a lot of what you're talking about goes with a big theme in my life right now that I'm really powerfully operating for myself and, and offering to people is we have to free ourselves from the opinions of others. That is the way that you align with who you are. That's how you get into the flow of life. That's how you manifest what you want. And you have to have that courage. You have to have that ability to trust that it's leading you somewhere. I had a lady, Marcy Newman, on the show uh, recently, and, and her story was just profound. She had the ideal life, lots of money, a nice husband, kids, time for herself. Everybody would look at her and say her life was perfect. And she had one of those moments when, the universe opened up and her soul came through and said, oh, Lord, how long can I do this? And she's like, what? She threw up. She was sick. She couldn't believe it. And she had, she completely changed her life and left behind everything. Mm. And, you know, that's what – but you know what? What happened is then now her life is full of meaning and purpose. And yeah. so it does take courage to unplug from what everybody else says you're supposed to do. <laughs> but, yes, you know, no matter what, if you are following that path, you keep taking, make this choice and then the next choice and step through this door and that door, and it eventually mm-hmm. will lead you towards what it is that really does light you up. And eventually mm-hmm. you will see that. So tell yeah. us and, about – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, I, my phrase is that, you know, purpose is the pathway to happiness, pure and simple. It's like it is it is the path that will get us to that fulfillment and meaning, and it's such it's so worth it. Um, and it's it's a path that we can only travel ourselves. Um, so, And we can look to others for inspiration and see that they've done it too. But ultimately, yeah, but that's you, the quickest way to path to, to happiness. Yeah, and, and you're the only one that knows. That's the part that's so frustrating with the way that we're raised. We're trained away from listening to our own inner guidance, and we try to please everyone else and follow a bunch of rules and, Mm -hmm. you know, figure out Mm -hmm. how to juggle all this stuff and put ourselves last. But nobody else has lived your life, is in your mind, knows what you know, feels what you feel, no one. And so you've got to make those choices based on you, that inner voice that you have. Well, that's exactly right, and I think you were going to ask me about the program. Is that yeah, where you so were going? Tell us about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's perfect lead-in because that's exactly what Soul Purpose Accelerator um, is designed to do. It's basically um, a consciousness-raising soul discovery exercises, chock full of exercises, getting people to ask the questions that they need to be asking themselves, so that they can access the wisdom that is within their soul. And it's it's not a prescription formula at all. It's it's more taking people through the coaching processes and the things that I've seen work over you know the culmination of my ten years of doing this purpose work, um, putting it into an eight week format for people, so that they can walk themselves through step by step some of those critical questions and and do some meditations and there's an ebook that goes with it. So they have everything that they need to be able to have the awakening and to take to get into action as well with asking the right questions and taking themselves through very deep soul discovery processes. Um, because once you know the right questions to ask, um, you know, the right answers can appear. So that's what it's all about. And, and I'm very committed to self-knowledge. In fact, 
my company is Everyday Enlightenment. And what I mean by that, of course, is that we don't have to go to the mountain to become enlightened, that it's in our everyday moments. Every day we're given opportunities to know ourselves and to bring light to situations. And my tagline is to know, honor, and love thyself. And we've heard of the knowing thyself, which is very powerful. That was written in, you know, the Oracle of Delphi back in ancient Greece. And if I were to go back in time and write my two cents, (laughs) I would write, know, honor, and love thyself. And the reason is because a lot of people, especially my clients, know themselves. But if we're not honoring who we are, we're not really loving ourselves. And I, I believe that we that self-love and loving ourselves and being, like you said, being responsible for ourselves and being the space of our greatness and our brilliance is how we have magical lives and tap into our purpose. And that the way that we do that is through self-knowledge and self-understanding and soul discovery and being in touch with ourselves at such a deep level. Um, that intimacy with our own with our own soul is, is where everything that is wonderful lives. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Wonderful. So um, this is this something people can start any time that they, that they join? Is it, or is there yeah, a... it's instant access. Um, so they could go anytime, soulpurposeaccelerator.com, and um, enroll. It's a very low fee. I made it very affordable because I wanted to awaken as many people and not have the money be an issue. And I know for some, you know, money is tight right now. So that is what it is, and like I said, it's just, I think it's fun. I mean, that's the one thing I want to get across to people, that this is not heavy work, that knowing yourself is the fun, one of the most fun things that you can do and one of the most freeing things you can do because then you're starting to make decisions from a much deeper place that are much more in alignment with you that are going to draw to you more of the good stuff. So without self-knowledge, you're just going to keep bumping into to things and, you know, recreating by default, which mm-hmm. is not a lot of fun. <laughs> That's not fun at all. <laughs> yeah, and, and well, and, you know, one more thing, too, is um, touch on, you know, one of the things that I'm real big on right now is transforming breakdowns into breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we started, like you were talking about, that awakening part of it where, you know, this is what's happening to the world right now. And, and yeah. I don't perceive what's happening with the so-called recession and all of this stuff. I see it as fantastic. It's change. It's change on a huge level. We're completely mm-hmm. transforming the world and how we do business and how we interact and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like you said, there are so many people right now who are in that, you know, who are having that. So, you know, go into that a little bit. Yeah. Well, the change, you know, that's that's the change. The shift is making what's what's misaligned aligned. And we're, I believe we're moving we're shifting from the age of the ego and the linear mind into the age of the soul and the age of inspiration. And so I look at it as a great opportunity. You know, if you look at the Chinese symbol for crisis, it's it's danger and opportunity. It's both. And and usually things don't get interesting until something's at risk until something is pushing past what has been in order to create something new. And so everyone is being gifted, really gifted, with an opportunity to let what is not working break down and dissolve. And think about it, in nature, this is natural. This is, you know, things must, you know, 
fires and, and, and these disasters that, you know, are bad or we want to label bad, they also bring new growth and, and bring something new in. I mean, it's interesting to me that that other religions have a god of destruction, right? That mm-hmm. that's not a bad thing. But, you know, for some reason we, we think that when things fall away that that's, we've labeled it as meaning something. When, in my view, my interesting point of view, it is a natural way of the universe because you have to make space for something new. And so letting go is another big piece of what I do in my coaching practice is help people who are going through major transitions and having disorienting events where they're scared and, you know, not knowing who they are or what to do or what step to take come back into alignment and come back into their clarity and their purpose. And the purpose will get you through some of those scarier-looking places because you know, again, it's not just you. There's something greater than you at work here. But I think when you're not on purpose, it can look scary as all get out, and and you're just left really confused. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, so that's a lot to cover in a brief brief space, but the main thing is that it's really an opportunity for us and if we can see it that way and embrace it, uh, the quicker that we can see it that way, the quicker new opportunities will appear. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and you know, to, to understand that if something's leaving your life, there's a reason for it to leave. And it's opening up a space for something better to come along, uh, something really exciting and wonderful that you, most people just stay focused on, oh, this terrible thing's happening to me, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's much more fun and much more interesting to be able to look at that and say, okay, uh, this is interesting. <laughs> yes. what, where is this taking me? And accepting what is, too, because, you know, one of my favorite definitions of enlightenment is accepting with gratitude everything that life brings to you. And mm-hmm. that's a really powerful place to be because – you know, accepting it all and, and, and knowing that it's for your highest good, that you live in a safe universe, you know, it's such a mindset shift but can free you into really living life as an adventure versus the way many people are living it um, and how they're defining it as a struggle or a hardship or some of the other ways of, of, of looking at it. It's really, to me, an adventure that can be fun and, and really fulfilling. Mhm. Well, and you know, it's wonderful that you're doing this work because it's it's really what people need right now. Um they need encouragement, they need, you know, a, a possibility to understand that that their life isn't falling apart, they're not being punished, the world isn't ending. Um mm-hmm. and it's, you know, it's that we're standing on the threshold of something wonderful and new and amazing and we've got the chance to to take hold of that. And so why not, you know, go, okay, I'm ready to awaken and, and get in going on my sole purpose because wonderful things absolutely happen, believe me. <laughs> There's just no way around it. Okay, yes. well, um, tell us where we can find, people can find this. Um, if you go to soulpurposeaccelerator.com, there's a short video that you can watch. And also, you can I would recommend that you take the, um, there's a short video assessment that will show you where you are on your path of purpose. And many people that have taken it have been on the, the path for a while, and they've surprised themselves that they're really still feeling kind of like beginners. Because my, my take on that real quick before we end, it's a good point. 
the main reason people haven't really stepped into their purpose is that they're trying to figure it out from a linear, logical perspective. And so they've read a lot of books and all that, but they haven't really embodied it or applied it. And so um, anyway, that, that assessment will show you where you are, and then it will show you how to move forward along your path. And then the whole Purpose Accelerator program is about you taking what you already know and actually putting it into some inspired action and starting to embody embody it. Because it's time for us to move from our head into our heart and into our body and into embodiment. And that's what I'm here to, to bring forward also. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here. This has been a ton of fun. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was really fun for me, too. Great. Thanks, everybody, for being here. And uh, take a look at magneticwealthradio.com if you want some more information on the show. And this is Nana Kasha from CreateYourOwnRealityNow.com. Thanks for joining us on Magnetic Wealth with Nana Kasha on Law of Attraction Radio Network. For more information about Nan or her products, go to www.createyourownrealitynow.com.